Hello, and God bless you. Welcome to the Worship on Wednesday experience at the Sixth Baptist Church, Richmond, Virginia, USA. I'm so thankful to God for your presence today. And as we begin our worship and praise, listen to a song called I'm Coming Home by the Canton Spirituals. I'm dedicating this song to you and to others that you have known who may have crossed over. My husband, Clay Bibbs, loved the Canton Spiritual, so I'm dedicating this song to him. You dedicate it to someone else. Let's listen for a while. Praise be to God. Thanks be to God for the Canton spirituals and, and oh, what uh, a celebration it's going to be when we get home. We're thankful to God for the blessings of this day and welcome again to the Sixth Baptist worship on Wednesday as we just bring before you a couple of scriptures and maybe some points in which you can just celebrate what God is calling us to do, you know, as a 21st century church as we have been speaking the entire month on making a difference. I have been preparing also uh, to do some things when I have my second retreat with the church uh, in December. I wanna share a couple of points right now. And those who are members of the SBC family, whether it's virtual or in person at the church, we want to just encourage you to look at some strategies I believe God is calling us to do and be a part of and to look at how we can make a difference to grow the kingdom of God. Father, we thank you. Thank you, God, for growth in you. We know, God, that many people love you, and we know that you love, you love your children. We just ask, God, that the word of God will be shared more in many ways and as we strategize to look at those many ways may we do so lord god with favor from on high now grant me lord god the privilege of your presence and the listening audience dear lord the same privilege as we lord god pray this prayer together our father who art in heaven hallowed be thy name thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. 
Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, the glory, forever and forever. Amen. Well, you know, God is still God, and it's nothing new under the sun. But God calls us to do new things. It's very important for us to look at and emphasize how God calls us to do new things for him. Because the word of God will never change. The Bible tells us in John 1 and 1, I want you to read it. It says, in the beginning was the word, and the word was with God, and the word was God. So God was in the beginning. The word became flesh, was incarnated. Incarnation of Christ came through Jesus the Christ. The word became flesh and dwelt among us. Full of grace, the Bible says, and truth in the book of John. And so as we look at grace and truth and look at how we are living and what we're doing to grow the church, because the Bible tells us that upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And so today I want you to, to look at a passage of scripture as we dialogue making a difference. I want you to look at how you can make a difference by sowing seeds and how we can impute the word of God and the knowledge of God to people by sowing different seeds. You know, um, a seed when it's sown in a, a put place in, a, uh, in the ground, should I say, you have to water it. You have to take care of it. And the Bible tells us as we look at uh, Mark, the fourth chapter, look at the parable of the sower as we hear the words of God. I just want you to study the fourth chapter, the entire fourth chapter, because there are different passages of scriptures dealing with various parables. A parable is an earthly illustration class with a heavenly meaning. And so uh, we want you to know that God, through what we're going um, through now in with the coronavirus pandemic, and looking at ways in which we can strategically uh, do what God has called us to do and be what God has called us to be, that we would uh, prayerfully and emphatically and without any hesitation give God the glory for allowing us to look at parables, an earthly illustration with a heavenly meaning, and look at how God is meaningfully calling you uh, to be the church today, uh, not just to open the doors and, uh, you know, sing and pray and read and, and share the word of God. Yes, that's first and foremost, all that I've said. But you want to be able to uh, celebrate the word in a way that's profound to the extent that people will come running and wondering whatever is making you happy. <laughs> Yes, I want to be happy too. And so the Lord gave illustrations through parables, he had meanings. And so in, in, in Mark, the fourth chapter, you have the parable uh, of the sower from verses one uh, through uh, nine. And then you have the purpose of the parables when you continue to read verses uh, 10 
and 11. I want you to look at the purpose. But then if you keep reading, then you will find the parable of the sower explained. And, uh, and I want you to just look at that. Go all the way down to verse number 20. All right. I don't have a lot of time to read it, but verses 1 of chapter 4 of Mark's gospel to chapter, chapter uh, to verse number 20. You're looking at the parable of the sower, the purpose of parables, and the parable of the sower, which is explained. So read it and see what God is saying to you for your life individually, as well as your church's life, and what God is calling us to do in the world today. It cannot be the same. God is the same through Jesus Christ. He never changes. He's infinite. Uh, and, 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 but we have finite minds. We don't understand everything. God does not change. We do change. But the word of God remains the same. Hallelujah. Let the church say amen. And so today as we look at uh, reestablishing what God has placed here on earth called the church uh, to lead us to salvation, to grant us an opportunity not only to be saved, but to be with him throughout eternity, to enjoy lives here on earth. Uh, when you look at uh, the fact of being servants, servant leaders, all of us are servants and some are servant leaders with certain positions in various churches, uh, synagogues, temples, or whatever the case may be, that God has called you to be a servant and a servant leader, regardless to whether you you are um, in a certain position or not, God wants you to lead people to Christ. Amen. And so I want you to, to, to look at some things that I think uh, you should look at doing um, in the near future as I'm going to share uh, more insight, of course, during my personal retreat with the church in December, um, piggyback on what I said to them uh, in September. Uh, the first thing is we have to understand, uh, class, that the digital revolution affects all aspects of leadership. We're in a digital revolution right now. It's revolving everywhere, and we've got to learn, period. We have to understand the digital revolution. You know, We have to be able to try to uh, buy instruments that will allow us uh, to learn more and to be more equipped uh, to share the gospel and to reveal it to whosoever will. You know, when I was growing up, people were selling Encyclopedia Britannicas from door to door. You don't find that now. When I was growing up, you know, there were telephone booths on um, maybe, maybe every other corner. You don't find that now. Most I would suggest we all have, majority of the people have a telephone in their home or cell phones, one or two or three cell phones, iPads, uh, laptops, um, desktops, etc., etc. And so we have to understand the digital revolution. It's going to affect your church growth and your future church. That's the first thing. And the second thing I want you to look at as we make a difference, um, my sisters and brothers, talking about servant leaderships, is to look at social media. See, social media is changing the landscape of leadership. 
we have to be cognizant of the fact that social media, whether you like it or not, I know we have, you know, Instagram and, and YouTube and, and Facebook and TikTok, et cetera, et cetera. And I, I look at all of them. I, I see what's going on. And that's good and bad and ugly in everything. But when I, to be honest with you, when I observe, I do answer, I put certain things on, but it's always about maybe some things I'm doing that to keep to keep uh, people informed uh, about some things I may say, but I'm always putting things through the um, communications ministry uh, on to let people know what's going on in the church. Social media is changing. I'm going to say the landscape, the landscape of leadership. And so you have to deal with social media, although you don't like it. I don't like some things. I think it's terrible. I had a person tell me the other day, well, Facebook told me why I should not take a shot, a vaccine. And I said, you need to get the true facts. Look at the CDC rather than Facebook and get the true facts and step out on faith. Well, of course, I don't know how the person responded. I don't feel as though they heard me, but I had to pass it on. So I want you to look at the digital revolution and social media. And the third thing I want you to look at is leaders must manage uh, information saturation. I'm going to say saturation because there's a shortage of information sometimes. So we have to saturate the, the information the best way we can. And sometimes we have to do it by teleconference because there's some people who don't have computers and we have to recognize that they're the ones who paved the way and still paving the way for us today. And some may choose not to have it and we honor and respect them. But information still must be shared. And, and so, um, you know, you have to, you know, look at subscriptions. Uh, we have to look at, as I wrote down, uh, other ways in which we can have internet news uh, by the way of resources. Uh, whether it's on the internet, Google, or whatever. We want something now. All we do is Google it in, you know. If you want to see somebody, you know, you can... You, you can FaceTime them um, and, and, and uh, use other means in which duo them, you know, um, and, and I have that on my phone, but, but it's nothing like understanding that we have to manage information saturation. We got to saturate the right, the truths, and not just let the gossip just flow. I'm talking about making a difference. Make sure that what you say is the truth and the truth will reveal um, the certainty of the Lord, because the Lord said, I am the way, I am the way, I am the truth, and I am what? The life. Amen. And so the truth will make and set you free. And so as we look at these three things that I just mentioned briefly, I want you to look at, again, Mark, the fourth chapter. I want you to read verses uh, 1 through 14, and let's continue to celebrate what God is doing as he's making a difference in your life and the church's life. Uh, yes, God is real. 
because I can feel him in my soul. Thanks be to God for the victory that we have through Jesus Christ, our Lord. And I pray that as you move forward this year, this is the end of the teaching for November, that you will continue to be steadfast, that you will understand that God is calling us to keep, keep the church alive. God doesn't want anything that is dead. God wants us to move forward in great anticipation, regardless to whether you're comfortable or not in doing it. I, you know, I wasn't comfortable when the pandemic came and I didn't know how to do almost nearest to nothing with my computer or camera, etc. But I've been on for two years and I've learned how to not only, you know, record, but also uh, to, you know, do what I have to do to send it to, to um, camera roll and, and Google, you know, Chrome and add files and so on and so forth. You know, it comes natural to me now. It's because of the fact that I knew I needed to. And still learning. I am still learning so much more and want to learn so much more. But whatever you do, keep the word of God before you. Look at how uh, the Lord spoke in parables and earthly illustration with a heavenly meaning. And that you will be placed in a position in your mind to let the Lord use you in every step of the way. The Lord bless and keep you, and may the Lord continue to smile upon you and give you peace. And remember that you can accomplish more in one hour with God than a lifetime without Him. So serve Him today. Amen.